This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The Dork Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dork Podcast. Ryan Davis. It's the Dork Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined, as always, by Davey Eyeballs. He is Riddler Vaughn. He is Rono Von Dono. He is formerly known as promo code Ron Von D. He is known across this great land as Davey Deep Dick. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan. Davey, Davey, how are you? Fine, I guess. You're fine, I guess. Yeah, nothing really major going on. So Yeah, no, he's kind of just a regular. Just, just a regular. kind of a regular podcast we're doing today. Yep. Just another Monday. Just, a, just, just another a, yep. manic Monday. Just ticking a box. Where's that rank in all great time songs? Uh, I, I, you know what? It was it give it a little bit of a bump because that was actually written by Prince. I like that, that song. Pretty yeah. good. The Bengals. Like well, "Walk Like an Egyptian" was their best commercial song, but their best song, "Manic Monday," pro- written by Prince. <laughs> because I think he had a thing for Susanna Hoffs, as did we all. Who did not? I don't think anybody. Who did not? I don't yeah. think anybody did. Mm-hmm. All right. That's good stuff, right? We have, yeah. we have a lot to get to. We're not here to talk about Prince songs. We're not here to we are we're not here to grab each other in the asshole and play little games. We're I here. To, we were. I thought that was the whole point of this. What have I been doing for the last six? And years? this podcast. Oh, you know what? I also I really determined. I've crystallized this because on the radio you can't say everything that you want to say. Sure, sure can't. And maybe you can on the podcast, right? If I ever refer to somebody as a silly goose on the mm-hmm. radio. In my head, I'm thinking motherfucker. Absolutely. And I think yeah. what's the greatest, the greatest thing about that, like saying elementary school insults the best is the best. And I think the person who said you your uh recent guest, Jim Norton. Yes. Is when I started calling people silly geese again. It was because silly, of him. Goose. silly goose is so funny because it's like in your head, you're like, I want to say something, I want to say what everybody wants to say right now, but I can't. And I don't want to do like the meffer or like you gotta like ah oh, you silly goose like that guy like Calvin Ridley right now is a silly goose he's being such a silly he's goose. being a silly goose right now that guy what a silly goose I'm trying to think of some other ones um we'll think of some other ones yeah but that's at the top of my list yeah yeah all right here we go oh <laughs> wait, wait a minute wait a minute Brad in the chances we're not grabbing each other in the old buttholes no we're not. Not today. Not until we get through this. We have a lot to discuss today. But first, let's get to the news. This week in yeah. Hashtag Dork Madness is upon us. The seventh annual. We are this year trying to figure out who the best wrestler is of all time. Uh, the criteria for that, your votes. You decide wherever the best wrestler is. I like to look at it as the, the total package. It's not technically who the best wrestler is, 
but it's like the the whole the total package. Somebody who's good on the mic, somebody who who can you know get you to buy the old pay per view back in the day. Somebody somebody that you really you really enjoy seeing in the squared circle. Who who do you want to see? grabbing each other in the buttholes <laughs> which is funny because i didn't know how people would take this i didn't know if they were going to take it as like the best technical right. technical wrestler of all time yeah. or just Pass. who their favorite is right you know? and to me you know me just like in movies the best and the favorite are the same to me my favorite things are the best things that's why they're my favorite <laughs> things that's what my, favorite, my favorite things are the best things they're all the top yep. stuff so this has gotten uh, quite a bit of uh, debate on the online. So we're voting, unfortunately, only on Twitter. So you got to go to at Dork Podcast all month long to vote. You can obviously weigh in on Instagram at Dork Podcast. You can email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. But the easiest way is to go on Twitter. And then I'll update the brackets as we go through. The biggest omission clearly was Rowdy Roddy Piper. I, I fell asleep at the switch there on that one. Didn't have him in there. I wrote him down originally. Didn't have him in there in the final bracket. He wasn't going to win. He was anyway. not going to win. No. So it's not the end of the world. And then people are sort of griping about seeding or whatever. Like, all right, well, that's the nature of the old. Well, see, that's the nature of the dork madness, folks. And you know what? And you know what? If you don't like it, do your own. Yep. Shut up about it. Shut up. You know what? <laughs> don't be a silly goose. Like, do your own. If you don't like our bracket, do yours. Yep. Everybody who was commenting was definitely being a pretty silly goose yep. in, the, in the in the response. It's, it's a... Again, I will never be surprised at the yeah. at the animosity for free stuff that you no one's putting yeah. a gun to your head and making you listen to. I don't yeah. get it. I don't That's get true. it. Yep. Shout out to Fitzy in the chat. Take a lap, Keith. You silly goose. Yeah, people like Piper. <laughs> people Piper is uh he was a he's probably like in the top 20, 25. Like I missed him, but he wasn't gonna win. Who do you think's gonna win when you look at the bracket right now? Uh it's gotta be Stone Cold. I think Stone Cold's gonna win. Probably. Just because we, uh, anyone who's voting on this is of a certain age, probably. Right? And wrestling in the eighties was for for me was big, and then it kind of went away. And then the DX, like the what do they call it, the Attitude Era, and That's Stone Cold late, was like late nineties was unbelievable. And he was the best of everyone there. So yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Mean, so anyway, keep uh, keep on voting there. I'll be curious to see if there's any big upsets along the way. I was surprised Andre the Giant defeated Ultimate Warrior pretty convincingly. I'm not surprised. Okay. Like I, no, because and you know what did it? I think Dark Side of the Ring had a hand in that. Maybe. Yeah, they paint Ultimate War. Ultimate War is a little bit goosed. He was goosed up a little he bit. He was he was goosed up. And the whole thing towards the end of his <laughs> he, towards the end of his life where he was kind of going off the rails. Uh he was going like full like QAnon. Yeah. Like no, it wasn't and, wasn't great stuff. Wasn't good. Wasn't wasn't, wasn't great good. stuff. Nope. He had some curious things to say at some Sure did. Sure in, uh, did. Actually, matter of fact. Sorry? In Connecticut, he was doing like yes, a bunch, that of, was those, in Connecticut. A bunch yep. of those uh, speaking engagements were. Ryan, we had, since the last time we had an episode, we have gotten an absolute uh, smorgasbord of trailers. Different trailers for TV and for movies, including the final Morbius trailer, which comes out on April Fool's Day. On a scale of zero, being I'm not very excited at all, to six, being I can't sleep, I'm so excited. Where do you stand on Morbius? I like... This is gonna. This might be sacrilegious to the pot. I could care less. I could not care less about this movie. Ryan, let me ask you again. Yeah. And this time, I want you to give me a real answer because Morbius is a Marvel movie. Sure is. He's a vampire. He's a or he's a Dracula. He is a Dracula. <laughs> he's a Dracula. He yes. might sneak up on you. And Jared Leto, some have said, is the greatest actor of all time. So, 
I I just don't like again this. I think this is the new the new New Mutants. I think this they this has been reshot. It's a. I'm pretty pumped for this. Are you really? I am. I'm sneaky pumped for this. I love a bloodsucker. You know that. I am. You love I, a Dracula. I love a Dracula. I you love are a hold on, hold on. You are a silly goose for a Dracula. I am. I am absolutely the big the silly the silliest of the geese when it comes to Draculas. And yep. I'm telling you, we we talked about it during the movie podcast. I drafted it in the in the Mac and Goo podcast. By the way, check that out. We did our 2022 movie auction draft. I, Michael Keaton's in it, like from Vulture. He's referencing Venom. I don't know. I do you think it'll be worse than either of the Venoms? No, I think it'll be right on par with those. Which is yeah. like it's a fine movie. Do you think yeah. Blade's going to show up? <sighs> That'd be nice. Kind of has to, right? Maybe a little post-credit scene with, mm-hmm. with the Bladester. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. Uh, now, I'm definitely less excited for two weeks later, April 15th, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore. Because I really enjoyed the first one of these, and then the second one was a huge pile of wet two. You gonna hit something? Oh, yeah. It stunk. <laughs> yeah. Well... Would you be spanking my bare butt, balls and back? <laughs> and this is one they had originally had Johnny Depp right, right. slated yeah. to be in this, and then he's not anymore, and he's been right. replaced by Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson, right? Who I like, who I do like quite a bit. In fact, mm-hmm. he was leading out of the eye in Casino Royale. He was great in Hannibal, the series. Sure was. Highly recommend Hannibal. Sure was. Got the trailer for Bullet Train, which looks awesome. Looks awesome that's the right. one where there's like a whole bunch of assassins on a bullet train comes out july 15th and i think i got that for like three bucks or three no, dogs ten. In the, ten yeah I, well where it looks worth it i think it does it looks, yeah. it looks pretty sweet we also got the trailer for deep water the ben affleck anna de armas movie <laughs> looks good anna de armas. Anna de armas. i got that right you got that right yeah that movie looks not bad. That's a Hulu. That's a Hulu uh, joint coming out. It sure is. I'll watch that. I'll watch it if it's, well, that, if it's on Hulu. I'll watch it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to go out to a movie theater near you and see that. I'm not. No. Now, did you ever watch Russian Doll? I know your wife watched season one. No, and that's one of the. It just kind of fell through the cracks on me, and I think I'm in the mood for a new show right now. I just I ripped through um, a show that I'll talk about later. But... Oh, for the old P of the P. Matthew wants uh, Matthew's calling it right now. He wants a standalone deep water episode. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, Matthew, we're not going to make any uh, promises that are mm-hmm. buttholes can't cash. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's been way too. It's been way too much butthole stuff this episode. I don't know why that is. Or not enough. <laughs> <laughs> One may argue. <laughs> One could present a great case. Two arguments here. Wasn't enough. Are you a silly goose if you talk about butthole stuff, or you are are do silly geese not talk enough about enough. these things? Yeah, probably the latter. Historic erotic thriller. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. All right, maybe we'll we'll it. think about it. We're thinking about it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Russian Doll season two is coming out on Netflix real soon. We tweeted out the trailer at Dork Podcast for that. I, I enjoyed the first one enough. It's another one of those uh, Groundhog Day ideas with natasha leone i'm curious about season two but we'll see the latest and this came out late last week but the latest moon knight poster 
looked awesome. Mr. Knight so with the yeah, yeah, like leaning into it, and you can like see him kind of clearly, but he's got the sick uh mask and like the suit. This show comes out, or at least it starts on March 30th. So I cannot mm-hmm. wait for Moon Knight. And this kind of goes nicely with the other bit of news that we got after our episode last week, and that is that the Marvel Netflix series, to which we love very much are moving to Disney Plus on March 16th, so less than 10 days from now. So, and this came kind of, they announced this in kind of a sneaky way in which Disney Plus said they were going to extend their parental controls. Yeah. So meaning like there's going to be a little bit more edgy stuff coming on there. So everybody just assumes that on March 16th that it's going to be all of the Netflix series because they've taken off all of the Netflix stuff off Netflix. Yeah. And those shows so, are so good. You can't just leave them in no man's land. No, but it also, again, for one thing, it opens the door to seasons, new seasons of Punisher, new seasons of Daredevil, maybe Jessica Jones season four, maybe Iron Fist. But what I love about that is because those shows exist on Disney Plus. Now I, we could see the Moon Knight that we've wanted to see, and Disney's not going to pull a punch on this, so which is think. which is super cool. Yeah, no, that's aw- that's great news for all of their series going forward, uh, and all the different, yeah, like even movies or whatever. Like they they decide to make down the road. So I'm super excited for that. That means we'll obviously do our Jessica Jones season three at some mm-hmm. point. Obviously, that'll be an episode that we do soon. So what's uh, funny is I know that some of the harder core Marvel movies that aren't on Disney Plus, like in Europe, they are because there's no Hulu. Right. But like Deadpool is on Disney Plus in Europe because there's no right. Hulu. Right. So maybe we get Logan back too. That'd be Possible. nice. Possible. Mm-hmm. All right. Something to think about. I'm excited. And how about this news that came out? Tim Robinson, of course, from I Think You Should Leave Fame, is getting a pilot on HBO Max. The name of the show or the potential show is Computer School, where it's a recent high school graduate and his uncle attend a computer school in the suburbs of detroit the uncle is going to be played by tim robinson what do you think i i don't know who is going to play the nephew i don't think it matters but i said if patty harrison is not in this show gotta have patty harrison gotta have patty harrison and i need like a a sam richardson cameo yes he He has to be like the teacher of the computer school any of these little fuckers ever pop out of the fucking wall and say fuck there's a horse cock in my room or a donkey dick I need Biff Whiff as another adult member of the class as well. And I know, yes, I need Biff Whiff. I also need, I haven't seen this guy in a while, but I, I'm going to have to, let's see. Go steering wheel that doesn't fly off while you're driving. Uh, if he was also in the class? Him and Biff Whiff in the class together? You don't even have to, that's the only pitch I need. It's just them in a room. That's it. That's it. I know some people are saying like, oh, this is just going to slow down the chances of a, I think you should leave season three. I'm like, yeah, they already shot that, but we're getting, this show is going to be so yeah. good. I want to see this show. I, I like, I like it. Detroiters was really funny. I want to see more Tim Robinson in a show. I'm a, I'm all, I'm mm-hmm. all for it. So anyway. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace. They don't know who we are it's time for davy's video game minute even if it takes more than a minute all 
right, right before we get to a very highly anticipated topic du jour, what do you got? Uh, well, that was a little, that threw me. I, I didn't know we were going to go double song intro. How do you like that? Yeah. I had so, some different things working the ones and twos back here. Working the ones and twos. So um, I started, I spent the entire weekend playing Gran Turismo 7. How's that? I love it. You hit the thing. I love it. This is this oh, week Christ. in horrible Rossi tastes. Christ. I just wanted you to play. I, I love it with the low voice. Now, you stink at the board. Dork news flash. Stop it. I bring it. You're going to have problems, just like everything else. But stay positive and stay strong. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's the worst board work. I loved it. There it is. Okay. So I had a really good time playing it. Um, it's so Gran Turismo Sport, the one that came out, it was basically all of their online driving, all of their online play, which is it's really hard. The learning curve is like really steep. So this is kind of a nice middle ground. It looks amazing, plays amazing. The load times are non-existent. Graphics are crazy. Uh five out of six. I would give it five out of six stones. It is a little it's a little rinse and repeat at times. Um, but uh it's great. So uh, I beat Breaking news, you already played it. So I beat the first real boss in Elden Ring today. Yep. <laughs> so it's Sad. like all these mini bosses, but there's these like bosses that you need to beat that that are necessary to, to keep continue on in the game. And I finally beat the first one today. He was nice. a real son of a bitch. Is it a real, real son of a bitch? Yeah. And again, like this book, this book needs, I mean, this game needs a goddamn manual. I'm yeah. Googling everything. I'm trying to find best places to farm. I found three, by the way. One of them is outstanding outstanding place to farm if you want to know ask me on twitter oh that's it look at that at our von d shoot me a message i'll tell you exactly where it is um there's so prime speaking of video game movies and whatever uh prime is pitching a god of war live action show do you want this um i don't think i want it but i would i would watch it i would watch if it starts from the beginning Okay. It has to start from the beginning. It cannot start with Norse mythology. It has to go back. Yeah. Right? So we have, as long as it does that, yes, we're good. I read something interesting today. So these numbers came out today. Do you know that in the 20-year history of the Xbox, they have only sold 2.3 million units in Japan? I did not know that. That's it. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I think the only, one, the only one that broke a million was the 360, which I think everyone had the 360. But it yeah, just goes I, to show you, like, why. I think I had, like, two or three of them. Those fucking things. All those things kept breaking and yeah. whatever. But, um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Huh. Did you, you know? Uh, I didn't know that. Let's see. Um, so there's a, there was a game that had a trailer called Star Wars Eclipse. It was done by um, this game company called Quantic. was a Quantic Dream, who did Detroit Becoming Human. They did Beyond Two Souls. They did, what's the other game they did? Um, Heavy Rain, which were, like, some really good games and they had this trailer for a game called star wars eclipse which looked amazing amazing and now it seems that they can't get the game finished nice. like with the money they had they're like running out of money and I, it's a a game studio that only has i looked at the employee list there's like 20 people mm. like trying to do this thing um and it, the whole thing was super ambitious like there's a bunch of characters you can pick they all have their own storylines they all have their own set of consequences it's this huge massive star wars game where you basically create star wars canon cool and well 
not well, really they, because <laughs> now they can't get it done with the people they have and they're like frantically trying to hire people to help them finish this game but they don't have any money they should start with this scene i have seen a security hologram of him killing younglings oh that you don't want to see that killing kids they don't they, uh, call them whatever you want they're kids they're kids he's just children Younglings, foundlings, they're just kids. Just call them, just call them kids. Um, so yeah, so I thought that was interesting. But if you go and look at the trailer, go on Quantic Dream's website and look at the trailer for Star Wars Eclipse, you're like, I can't wait to play this game, and you're never going to. Right. Which is sad. It is the gambit of video games. <laughs> yeah, right exactly. Now. Sounds great. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm juggling three games right now. Um, it's it's hard. It is four, four actually, if you count Ollie Ollie World, but I'm I'm juggling four games right now. But you know, I I don't really want to talk about this anymore because we have stuff we need to get to today. Y'all ready for biz? Ryan, yeah. Topic du jour? Yes. Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. And today it is the Batman, a PG 13 film that ran two hours and 56 minutes. It is currently on Rotten Tomatoes receiving an 85% critic score, 90% by the audience. We would begin as we do with all of our TV and movie reviews, spoiler free, Ryan, did you like it? It was fine. Did you like it? I loved it, Ryan. At a boy. I for happy for you. Absolutely loved this goddamn movie. It was near perfection. Mm-hmm. It was what I wanted very much. I have nitpicks as we always do, which I'll get into, but I I love this thing. I I absolutely Oh my god, was it I'm happy for you? Was it was it what the uh, what the doctor ordered? I mean, it was good. You have a B on your bonnet? No, it's a good movie. I... Did you see the right movie? Did you stumble into the? Maybe you saw something else. Uh, I no. I mean, I saw Robert Pattinson. I saw all that stuff. It was it was it was good. I was I was happy with it. You saw the lighthouse, didn't you? That oh, was fucking awesome. Fuck that. This movie was awesome. Yeah, it was the best. <laughs> it was the best. I, I I like. I wanted to wait. I wanted to keep playing that until we got to spoilers and then break. But I think people would just bail on us if I did that. I no, think this this movie was this is the best movie I've seen all year. Well, I mean, how many movies have you seen all year? One. <laughs> it still I, is. I'm up to eight or nine, and it's definitely it's definitely the best one. Mm-hmm. I loved it so much. I thought the story, which we'll like really unpack in spoilers, but I thought yes. the story for a new universe Batman. For all right, we've seen. Uh, we've seen Burton, we've seen Nolan, we've seen DCEU, we've seen all this stuff, even some of the cartoon versions. And then now you're getting like a new take on it. How do you want to do it? I thought the story was almost as good as you could ask for. I I love a year two Batman because he's not oh, perfect. He's and not I lo- yes, and that was the magic for me. There was one gripe I had about that that they kind of put a bow on at the end and we'll get to that in spoilers obviously mm-hmm. but um it was incredibly shot incredibly well acted um and just as it was a true batman story and uh, so obviously this is going to draw comparisons to the dark knight and the nolan sure. ones, right but like i feel like those are very good movies with batman in it this is for batman fans yeah like if you are a true fan like this is exactly what you wanted because we got hints of it before so we got i think one of the things that always bothered me about the nolan ones it was like it was basically batman was a little too techie 
You know what I mean? Yeah, no, there was definitely that. I also think it was clear, and even from the the build up to it, is that Matt Reeves, the director and writer of this, mm-hmm. is the first full all in Batman dork yes. to do a Batman movie. And I it's at, it is it's one hundred percent apparent from the first five minutes of the of the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so obvious. And I was hopeful of it, like the interviews that I did, but we had no idea until we saw it. Because you know, Tim Burton. Again, I give Tim Burton credit just because superhero movies at that point, we had no idea what the how lucrative they were going to be and how great they how they could. So I give Tim Burton a lot of credit for it. Joel Schumacher's movies were obviously cartoonish and stupid, campy and stupid. Yeah, Nolan is an incredible director, but he's an incredible director right. first, and then like a bat, like he got the Batman project and read the books, whereas I'm sure Matt Reeves had already read the books and then got the Batman project. Well, I, and I, I'm sure that when he went into Warner brothers and pitched it, yeah. he had, he like, look, I've read these. He's like, it's going to follow these kind of yeah. arcs. Yeah. And, th- and it's going to be this type of movie. Um, and again, I thought Nolan's were so good and it's apples and oranges. So I think of it like the Raimi Spider-Man versus the Holland Spider-Man. Like they're both good. Different. And yeah. you can, by the way, people listening to this right now, you can like both of them. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. Fine. Yep. It's you can you don't have to say one is better than the other. Be like, I like them both. But that's I, an answer. I am gonna answer what which one I like better. I will well. too. And that's what and that's that's sort of what we do, but in the grand scheme of things, it's like just because you like one more than the other, it doesn't mean the other sucks. The other one could also still be like a top. 10 movie of all time for christ's sake you know like that that's what we're talking about here like that's that's how good it was and yeah i just i I was pretty blown away by by the story and how the character and i think it's a little bit different for you and me and people who listen to a dork podcast right because you probably have some familiarity with batman in comics or or the arkham series video games and i thought both if you were a fan of either or both you would like this movie even more because it is 100% 100% clear that Matt Reeves is a fan of both. Yeah. He has played all the games. He has mm-hmm. read all the books. He has done all of this stuff and he liked it. So like you said, I'm sure, um, I'm sure Christopher Nolan read some Frank yeah. Miller and he's did some, but he was like, okay, like I'll take that and kind of do my own thing. This yeah, was. Yeah. Oof. Uh, the characters we already knew and we had saw the trailer before and we had seen the, the cast list, but the characters again, I think for a Batman movie, you have so many to choose from. Like if you're starting out, he has a million villains. He has a million quote unquote bat family members. Mm-hmm. It is sort of, all right, you have a three hour movie, but you want to be able to unpack everybody. I thought they did kind of, the, I think it was kind of the right call. So Batman and Alfred and Gordon are obviously going to be like your, your good guys for now. And it's a young Batman. So no Robin fine. Then you have Catwoman, who's sort of blurring the two. Then you have Carmine Falcone sort of representing the old villains of Gotham. Mm-hmm. And then you have Penguin and Riddler representing the new villains of Gotham. I, I think that's a great formula. I really do. And Maroney is in jail, as we know, right? Yeah, they captured Maroney. He's in whatever. jail. Yeah. 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 So he's still, so that's the other thing. Like he's still out there. Yeah. Oh, he's in there, but you know where he is. He's not dead. So is he that, not dead or did they kill him? I'm, try, I'm trying to remember the headline. I'm pretty sure they kept talking about, I mean, this isn't a, uh, it's a plot yeah, yeah. point, but it's not a spoiler. They keep talking about the drug bust that brought him down. Okay. So maybe I they don't think he's really dead. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the action slash fight scenes in this? Um, I liked that they were, It the movie was incredibly well paced. I think they were, um, like you said, you're dealing with a relatively new Batman. So you see him get hit. 
I love a, that a lot. And like he has the stuff, like the equipment that it's like, it's really not going to hurt him that much, but he does get pretty beat up. Oh, I love it. But it was also, there was a few, and one of these is in the trailer, so again, not a spoiler, but there was a few times where he's fighting a group of villains and it's very similar to like, if you were playing an Arkham game and you were playing it on extremely hard, where you're going to get hit. Like you're not going to be, they're not going to go flawless. So he's like beating the shit out of one guy. Then he gets hit. You are. You're like, turn. Okay. I, yes. (laughs) In the air. I'll get hit. But like, I love that. I think that was great. One major criticism, not by me, but mm-hmm. one that I've seen out there is the sheer lack of comedy in the film or lightheartedness. First of all, do you agree with that? And if so, did it bother you? No, there were some moments where I kind of like, and I was sitting with, I had the opportunity to go and listen to this. Speaking of a rogues gallery, <laughs> it went in, in the theater, in the no. very back row of the theater, went me, goo, Batty Dana, Goo's wife, mm-hmm. Jeffrey McNamara, mm-hmm. Wesley Burho of the Boxers Podcast, and Billy D. Like speaking a, of a rogues gallery, what a, gallery, crop, what a, what a crop. crop! And you oh, should have been there, but you were not. You were you could not join us. I was down the street um, at a. Uh, but there were time. There were times where something happened where we we all of us like kind of chuckled. Like it wasn't on the nose comedy, but yeah. it was. There were some things that were funny in a different way. Yeah, that's one thing where, again, I don't know if there really was a lot of comedy, but I don't need there to be. I think a lot of these movies now, like, if you're going to watch Guardians of the Galaxy or obviously Deadpool or some of these, that sort of comedy is also one of their genres. Mm -hmm. It's like comic book, action, comedy. Right. This ain't that. So, like, if you get a couple of chuckles, maybe Penguin said something okay. Maybe actually Gordon, I thought it was some of Gordon's comments. I, I really enjoyed him. But I didn't really need it. Like, this was more comic book slash noir slash horror. Mm-hmm. So I'm good. I don't need to, I don't, every movie doesn't need to be a chuckle hut. So I didn't really. A chuckle hut. Like that? A nyuk nyuk factory. <laughs> it didn't have to be. No. Uh, we already hit on the world's creation. I thought it was like, aw- like an awesome way to start. And then I'll ask you, the music guy, the score slash soundtrack. I mean, just that like bombastic. Was it Michael? J- J- I can't say Giacomo. I, can't. I know who it is too. I don't. Yeah. Um, that dun 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 dun. Like the way like they did that. Like that was like the Batman theme throughout. By the way, when they played that a couple times when he was fighting, didn't that sound eerily similar to the Darth Vader theme? I think that was the point. I, think I know, that but that... like to the point where are they gonna fucking sue them? Like it was so close, right? But I think it was, yeah. I mean, you can't put you can't copyright notes on a piano, you know. But, but when you Vader's put the team, oh, it was the it, it was yeah. more like and I didn't care. There's like looped like one note early or something like that. Like it was close, but not not like a sample. But I think that's you know he is fear. Like the the character of Darth Vader is the embodiment of fear. You know, that's like, but anyway, we, well, that's another, we can Batman versus Darth Vader. We can go down that road another time, oh my but God, that, we might um, change our entire podcast going forward. That be Batman versus Vader. We should. And so that along with the um, Nirvana, song. the Nirvana song, something in the way I, 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 I always like that. I'm not a huge Nirvana fan, believe it or not, but I did always like that song, but the way that was used and when it was used was immaculate i love that they used a nirvana song and not one of like the five to ten most popular ones 
No, and that one, um, story, the story about that song goes that that was like they didn't, they needed like one more song in the album. And just Kurt Cobain did that in like one or two takes. That was on Nevermind, right? Yes. It was yeah. like the last song on Nevermind. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah. And, and again, I'm trying not to say too much, you know, but you see that that song is more, that's Bruce Wayne's song. Right. And rather than the Batman, the big, like, that's Batman's theme. And then that, to me, um, the Nirvana song was Bruce Wayne's theme. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, the ultimate question coming out of this one, is this the best Batman movie ever? I can't answer that. Right. Glad you're here. I will answer it. I will Mm -hmm. say it is. I will also uh, warn everybody that I am... Uh, as guilty as of recency bias, more so than anybody else in the world. So as I sit here today, it is the best slash my favorite Batman movie. It's Four super close. Okay. Yeah, I was just say Dark Knight, Batman Begins are really the only other two in the discussion. Right. And I think this is better than both. But to be fair, I should probably rewatch both of those soon and compare them. Oh, by the way, this movie should be on HBO Max April 19th. So then we can all do multiple viewings. Well, I'll watch it again. I'm, yeah, we can do like a watch party. But I will say this. Is it the best? I don't know. Is it my favorite? Yes. Well, it is, so my, it my... is my personal favorite Batman movie, which doesn't make it the best. No. It's just my personal favorite. But if you use my metric, it does make it. If you best. use your metric. But what I'm saying is like, if someone said to me, well, I I like, if I like the Dark Knight more, okay, that's fine. I would not argue that at nope. all. Like, I'm not putting that one down to prop this one up. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of, I don't... Again, I don't think there's any one character in this movie better than Heath Ledger's Joker. Right. But if you were doing like a draft of like best characters or whatever, Heath Ledger's Joker might go one. And mm-hmm. then the next like five might be from this movie. Absolutely. This, is, this yeah. is, yeah, we'll get through the characters, yeah. obviously. But again, yeah. the one thing that makes it my favorite is there were things that I picked out of it that meant the world to me to see that on screen. But those things I would have to explain to somebody else. And that yeah. that like to them, they'd be like, well, I don't like it that much. But like, well, right, because you didn't get X, Y, and Z. Like you didn't get when they mentioned this person's name, who that is. Right. So good right. point in the chat. Uh, Josh in the chat saying Dark Knight was for everyone. And then the Batman is for all of us. Like I, I try. And that is a much more succinct way of saying what I said. It is what you said. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's it, a much tighter way of saying it. That's a way better way of saying it. It's a it's a great point, and again, I think that's I think that's the big difference when you have Christopher Nolan doing Batman, mm-hmm. that that's the result you're going to get. It was awesome. Yeah, it's incredibly, yeah, incredibly yeah. well directed, incredibly well acted as well. But like he said, was so that I watched this featurette with him coming finding Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne. You know, he said, you know, like he didn't. Everyone he talked to, like who were in involved in the movie, didn't necessarily want to do a superhero movie. I feel like everybody in this movie fucking did. Oh my God. Yeah. People were yeah. like all in on this. And they made the point. And one of the reasons why I think Dark Knight Rises really isn't that good was that part where Joseph Gordon Levitt didn't play a Robin. But then the joke was Christopher Nolan was like, I'll never have a Robin in my Batman right. movies. And then they're like, Joseph Gordon Levitt's character's middle name or real name was Robin. Yeah. Even was John with John Blake. John yeah. was his but his real name was Robin, but he wasn't yeah. Jason Todd or Dick Grayson or Tim Drake. It's yeah. like, 
and I hate when movies and those ones did a little bit where they, they would create a character. It's like you don't need to create a character. Batman has a million characters. Just do the just do yeah, those just do the thing. Yeah. All right, which your... Matt which Matt Reeves did. Yeah, he did. He mm-hmm. sure did. Uh huge fan. And I can't wait to see what this world ends up being. And it sounds like it could be even more than this, just because this movie made a ton of money. Ugh. But I'm looking at a trilogy and some spinoff shows, and we'll get into what some of those spinoff shows could be. I guess those spinoff shows are even morphing a little bit. Actually, I'll do that now because, again, if people are turning off for spoilers, which are coming up, the Gotham PD show might end up being more of an Arkham show. Yes. A haunted house Arkham thing, which is. (laughs) And I think think Matt Reeves. Yeah. yeah, I think Matt Reeves has a hand in it, too. I think he's doing like the James Gunn thing where he kind of handles. Awesome. I, I. WB is giving you know he has like the Suicide Squad and anything and they spins off of that. I think they're doing that with Reeves too. Don't you get the same impression with with James Gunn and Matt Reeves as you do with like Dave Filoni? Where you're yeah. like, these guys are such massive fans and they're good at actually writing and directing the stuff that you feel like you're gonna get mm-hmm. incredible stuff. All right, Dork score. This is a hard, thick six. <laughs> Yeah, like a nice meaty six. It's all of six. Yeah, it's, it's all a, of six. It's all of the six. I'm with yeah. you. Dueling sixes. It's going to be in the running for movie of the year without question. We got a lot of other highly anticipated movies too coming after, out. But... After a Dracula movie. <laughs> Next month, the Dracula could get a six. We don't know. Who's going to sit here and tell you it isn't? I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to tell you that. It might be a six. So dueling sixes is a perfect score. I'm trying to think the last... What was the last dueling sixes? The Suicide Squad. Do we both? I don't know sixes? if we both gave it a six. I might have I given it a five and a half or something. Yeah, I've been very, very conservative with my sixes these days, but this, oh, this, this earned it. Maybe Mayor of Easttown. Maybe. Maybe Mayor of Easttown. Maybe I get. I think. Did I give? You might not. Have. No way home a six. I think you did. I did not. Yeah. Yeah, but either way, this is the last dueling six I can remember. We need to have whoever the hashtag dork our archivist is. The historian. The historian of hashtag. <laughs> the dork historian. Yeah. It's probably Jordan. Jordan's got you to gotta figure that out. All right. Uh, dueling sixes. Anything else non-spoiler? Obviously, it's, it's a laser awesome. beams. It's fucking laser oh, beams. Oh, good point. Yeah, I got to get that. That's well-deserving. Ah, laser beam! It's better than fireballs, you pussy! Laser beams, for sure. All right, let's for get sure. Spoilers! Spoilers! Here come the spoilers! All right, the movie starts on Halloween, which again, perfect tip of the cap to my favorite Batman comic book of all time, The Long Halloween, which there are many tips of the cap to The Long Halloween. Yeah, but it starts on Halloween. The mayor is murdered by the Riddler. Boom! Like we're we're off and running we and in it. The fucking narration by Batman is perfect it, it was is so good rorschachian yeah to start so it, it's basically like the start of watchmen where he's talking about you know the city and his relationship with the city and all of that stuff but to, to speak so the the first five minutes you know the riddler kills the mayor was that the most terrifying entrance of a character on screen <laughs> like that was straight yeah. friday the 13th that was I mean, we had, we had people texting in uh, to the Gresham Keefe show and they were because we did a Batman spoiler free review on the show and they were saying, can I take my kid like my nine year old kid? Oh, nope. and I was like, 
I, I, I I'm not good at answering those questions because every kid's different. But I know nine year old Rich Keith would have been terrified. I would not have slept. I would have been terrified of the Riddler in this movie. It's very seven. It's very horror movie vibes. Anything that has the, you know, what really scares me? I've decided is like a camera that is recording into like a dark space. And then somebody like comes into camera and talks creepy and then comes out of camera. And then they're like, I don't know where you are. I got that creeps me out. And they did that a lot with him. They did it a lot with him. And I, I, I loved that this character was kind of like this 4chan, like dark web kind of, and they kind of um, updated this character a little bit to go down like the internet rabbit hole and yeah, you know, all that stuff. So right out of the shoot, I mean, you have this character who's terrifying and like a serial, like a brilliant serial killer, a la seven. Yep. You know, and you, you, you set that up right away. Um, yeah fucking man was that, so was the, that good the narration there was a lot of it at the beginning and a lot of it at the end one of my few nitpicks is i could use more of it and i know at that point you were exploring more of catwoman who was awesome and some of these other characters but i just i man i love that that sets such a great stage and this is the most detective batmaning we've seen right and this and again this is what I, the gripe i would Ever the only gripe I would ever have with the Nolan ones is like he relies too heavily on tech to do that stuff. Where at the very beginning you have this murder scene, and how fucking awesome was it? The look that Robert Pattinson gives the the cop who puts his hand on his chest. Oh god! The look he gives him <laughs> is the is fucking awesome. Yeah, is awesome, and like I love you know that you have everyone's kind of moving around this crime scene and you see him looking and he did this so perfectly because one of the things that i was talking to lucy burge about was she was i'm that was another story i walk in i walk i held the door for lucy i was like oh shit yeah hey um uh she's like oh i want those contact lenses where i could see my whole day i go i don't yeah (laughs) no 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 thank you oh the, the way he like stares at things then it gives meaning to that, like why he's like staring so intently so he can, his eye can pick up what he's looking at. It is now that, that is a really cool bit of tech that we haven't seen before. Like, I, I like that. A and lot. it didn't need the whole like thing with like over his eyes or anything nope. like that. It was just a, a, little, a contact lens. And awesome. I, what I, I mean, I'm going down, I'm just going to geek out about this. So I, I love the fact that, I mean, you look at the bat caves that have been in movies, right? Those would have been made, had to have been maintained by like hundreds of people. Like you would have had to bring it like there's no way that him and an elderly guy could have done that by themselves. But here you have just like a room with a car up on blocks and like one computer and like very minimal tech as yeah. far as Batman is concerned. It's oh, very minimal. Right. I mean, that's obviously pretty yeah. extreme, but it is. I mean, we know we know he's Wayne Enterprises. But we know that part of it. But yeah. like, you're right. It, it seemed it definitely seemed more doable. I also loved right away. You, you understand what the Batman jim gordon relationship is yes and it's a good one and it's like but they've been working together for about two years gordon obviously does not know it's bruce wayne but he trusts him but he's the only cop who does trust him like nobody else like what is this guy doing here the commissioner doesn't like him and all that stuff and then like when they're giving gordon a hard time they're like what what the hell you bring him for and he's like well like the riddler's leaving messages for the batman which i love because again a lot of people question like why is the name of the movie the batman all of the clues were addressed to 
the, the Batman. Batman. And Rock. so the only thing that I, the only real gripe I've seen with this movie that I think I kind of understand is that people are like, it's very like anti-cop when you think about it. And I'm like, that's kind of a stretch. I get what you're saying, but like, that's not the point. Like well, Jim Gordon's the only good cop on the thing. Like that. Ha- I mean, that happens. There is he isn't because remember no, at the end, there's all those good cops. I was gonna say, with him. yeah, they redeem themselves. And I mean, if you think this is anti-cop, then I guess every Batman show is. Okay, because you're better. Yeah, that's right. I mean, so one of the things I said to Wes Wesley, I said to him as we were leaving, I was like, any gripe I had with this movie as I was watching it, I talked myself out of. Yeah, or like I, I was like, and I, here's one of. So I didn't really like how Robert Pattinson was not really Bruce Wayne at all. Right. And I think one of, and I, my reconciled that because at the end he starts talking about like that whole soliloquy at the end where he's talking about like, I need to do more. Like I I need to do more than what Mm -hmm. I'm doing. I think that is that I need to be Bruce Wayne too. Like I need to be the playboy philanthropist who's like helping the city and like doing all of these things. I can't just beat people up. So to me, like, he had really figured out how to be Batman, but not Bruce Wayne yet. And, that's, and that was the point yeah, of the that's movie. Good, that's a good way of looking at it because I think, again, we should have hit on this non-spoiler, but I think he is the best Batman. I think, is he the best Bruce Wayne? Probably not. Not yet. I, and I would say not yet. I because agree Because that. that character is still, because he's, he's a recluse, right? So he, they're still trying to figure out him and Alfred, like how to do both. Yeah. Because remember, Alfred keeps like scheduling meetings for him. He's like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. yeah, and even some of like the weirder like I like I the one of the one of the few bits of dialogue that I was kind of like Egh, like it just was like a little on the nose was when uh, Bruce Wayne tells Alfred he's like you're not my dad I'm like ugh they're doing that like but then later on when Alfred's in the hospital like they, I understand what the pay what that was leading to yeah. but at the moment you're like eh, it's a little much like for this movie that I felt was smarter than that like they didn't do how bruce's parents died right they, they did they that. mentioned he, they were both orphans right which is which is fine yeah. like and i'm happy to not have seen yeah. that again but i think you're it's a good point when we compare him to other batman slash bruce wayne only val kilmer and george clooney had one movie michael keaton had two right. bale had three affleck had i mean depending on how you want to look at it three three, three plus yeah. right um all right so going back to the movie at the beginning Riddler then kills the police commissioner, Pete Savage. Uh, there's the whole bit with the thumb drive. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. And like all the riddles throughout too are pretty, pretty cool. I love a good cipher. I love a good yeah. puzzle. Yeah. So that was, that was super cool. I, and I love that it drives Edward Nashton, which I believe that I believe is his real name. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I've seen it like I, I for whatever reason that the people are like no it's Edward Nigma and I'm like no I think at some point Edward Nashton comes up too but I the fact that he can't get over that he's there he's just as smart as him yeah I love it and that's why Riddler can be so good is because it's just like it's a battle of wits and it's, right uh, I, I love that there's very few villains like Bane is supposed to be. I'm trying to think who else is as smart as Batman. It's a small list. I mean, Hugo Strange. Yep. I mean, the Joker. Joker is in his own way. In his own way. Yeah, you know, so there's maybe it's a Scarecrow, me- maybe. No, I don't know. Not even. All right. So anyway, the thumb drive, that whole bit, that was pretty good. 
it leads them to the Iceberg Lounge, which, of course, is very famous in uh, Batman lore. You get introduced to Penguin, who's working under Carmine Falcone. Uh, Selena Kyle also works there. You find out that her roommate and, and girlfriend is the one that, that's gone missing. Riddler then grabs the DA, Gil Coulson, and that's where you get the collar bomb strapped to his neck. And to me, immediately you're thinking, if you hadn't already been thinking about Seven or Saw, you end up thinking about both of those movies with this. And then that's a great scene because Riddler's asking Coulson a bunch of riddles. Batman's like answering them. And then like, as you're sitting there in the audience, you're like also trying to answer them and like figure out like what, mm -hmm. what they are. And then it just blows the shit out of them. Yeah. And I love like Batman's grabbing and being like, like, why won't you just say who it is? Right. And he's like, cause if I, he's like, I'm dead already. Mm -hmm. He's like, but now it's just me. He's like, I got a family guy, whatever. Like, He's like, I'm taking one for the team here. And that, you know, in the face of death, they're just like, no, there's a I'm snitch not doing that. Yeah. It's a snitch. And then throughout, like, you find out that the the Sal Maroney bust was all a complete sham. Falcone runs everything. Penguin, they thought was the informant. He's not the informant. Uh, and then it jumps to Batman and Gordon finding and out. They just fucking leave him there. Yep. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Uh, Batman and Gordon find out that Riddler was an orphan and he hates the Wayne family because Thomas and Martha ran that orphanage. And then Riddler tries to attack Bruce Wayne, sends, sends him a package. Alfred opens it. He gets blown to shit. He yeah. gets fucking pumped with the letter bomb. And uh, so then Riddler puts out there this thing where he's like, Thomas Wayne was running for mayor and there was a reporter that he went and talked to Falcone and Falcone figured out that reporter. Couple things here that are great. Couple things here that are great. So Batman the Long Halloween. Again, I can't recommend the goddamn thing enough. It is my favorite comic book of all time. And this is if it's any if it took its source material from anything, the most it took from was that the long Halloween. Yeah. And so in the long Halloween, a young Bruce Wayne sees his father, Thomas Wayne, save Falcone's life, save his life. Like he operates on, they bring him to his house, not the hospital. They bring him to his house and he saves him. And so basically Falcone owes him a favor. And so he references this and John mm -hmm. Turturro tells a story about even a young Bruce Wayne looking down on He's him. watching this. Yeah. Straight from the comic book. And so he like owes him a favor. And so Thomas Wayne talked to him about this reporter and and Falcone's like, all right, I'll take care of it. Now he didn't tell him to kill him, but he was no. like, can you take care of this? And he's like, I'll take care of it. And it's like, if a bribe doesn't work kill him and so thomas wayne obviously felt terrible about it uh but the reporter's last name is elliot and so that flashes up on the screen hush that goes to another one of the greatest comic books of all time which they've set up perfectly now big time now so the little difference there is so tommy elliot was a childhood friend of bruce wayne yes and elliot's parents were also in, insanely wealthy still could be yeah, I guess. And I don't think he was a reporter, though. No, 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 no. So his father, the Wayne, they were doctors, right? So both yeah. of them were doctors. And Tommy and Bruce grew up together. So yeah. still, I mean, they could have still gone to school together. Yeah. You know. And then Tommy. <laughs> so I haven't read Hush in a while, but spoiler for Hush. Tommy then he like cuts the brakes or something and tries to have his parents killed so he can inherit mm -hmm. all their money. And the father dies, but the mom, I think, is saved by Thomas Wayne. 
And then not too long after Batman's parents die, he gets all kinds of like sympathy and all the money. And then, so then he hates him at that point, but Mm -hmm. like Bruce still thinks they're friends, hates him at that point. Then eventually turns into hush long, long way of saying it is this in that book too, hush and Riddler work very closely together. And that's why I think they must be that Hush has to be a real character in this mm-hmm. has to be working with Riddler because Riddler knows so much like he knows about the DA. He knows about the police commissioner. He knows everything. He has to be working with somebody else who's intelligent. And I think Tommy Elliott is definitely going to be in the next movie. Yes. And also they've also um, set up sneakily, not really, but the Court of Owls, which is yeah that there's this underground gotham society that's pulling this the whole renew thing and they so riddler's trying to pull back the curtain and show how all everything in gotham is being run right but who's running them you know what i mean so like that's like who's running falcone and maroney like who's running them yeah that is and then you start getting the court of owls so they could go and they could go either one of those directions and it'd be awesome and it would be incredibly well done well they could do both they could do both they could easily do both and that's why I also think, uh, and again, they even put Hush up on the screen. And I don't they think that was, and again, like to you and I, that's on the nose, but yeah. to other people, it's not. No, no, it's not. You're right. Yeah. But I also, and then as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, Jesus Christ, the Riddler's mask actually looks closer to Hush than it does to a classic Riddler mask. Right. Don't you agree? Yeah, because he wasn't. It was all like bandages and stuff. It looked kind of like Hush was just being like. But he did like the thing with the Saran wrap on his head and everything like that. So yeah, but it was it was kind of similar. Like he didn't have the glasses on front, which was a great look for Riddler. But it was like close enough where I'm like, oh shit! I thought we were gonna get swerved, and the whole time it wasn't even Riddler. It was actually Hush. That's what I was waiting for in the movie. I'm glad that didn't happen. I have been a little too much of a swerve. Yeah, I'm glad they just stuck with Riddler. But I also expect in the second movie, you find out he was working with Tommy Elliott because I wouldn't be surprised if in the second movie, some of the similar things keep happening. And or, there's gang is yeah. working, working now with Hush or something. So, something like I that. was watching, and this is me being me. Like I was watching in the theater. So when you had the whole thing with, it was like that 4chan thing that Riddler was doing, talking to all of his followers. I was reading like in StreamYard, but I was reading the names to see if I could pick any out. Maybe Anything? one of them is Tommy Elliott. Could be, I bet I I <clears throat> would imagine they are they're working together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Selena tells Batman that Falcone is her father. What did you think of that? Fine, but like illegitimate. Like she never knew. Like he Not like her, he uh, knew, yeah. but like it wasn't like her dad. She didn't like grow up with him. Anybody which, like can a, anybody can be a father. It takes a man to be a dad, or whatever, however the saying. Goes. The other one, I think. It's the other no, way. Anybody can be a dad. It takes a man to be a father. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Riddler kills Falcone outside of the Iceberg Lounge. But Riddler then wants to team up with Batman. He basically says he likes Batman. And again, what makes him a really good villain is he's not just killing innocent people. No. He's targeting like really bad, corrupt people. Now, the Wayne one's a little kind of dicey, but I guess if you want to pin the the one kill of Elliot, and that's why I think Hush has to be a part of it, because I bet Tommy Elliot is going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, but I, I also think in... in the Riddler's mind, he's doing the same thing Batman is. It's like, yeah, I'm doing the same thing you are. Like, why do you get praised for this? And I don't like, why, you know, why, you know, because you're, you know, yeah. you're Batman that you get Batman. to do, or I want to say because you're Bruce Wayne. So you get all of this praise and I'm doing the exact same thing you are. Yeah. 
but I get and I love how he he knows it's Bruce Wayne too. Yes. And that's also the that's also always a great sign of an intelligent Batman villain is when they know like the identity. But they don't tell. No. Because Because it means more to them. Yeah. 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 It's not the most important thing. Uh, so Riddler wants to team up. Obviously, he's turned down. He lands in Arkham, but he places all these bombs all over the city, and they f- end up flooding the entire city. And how about like, okay, we got Arkham now, and Arkham. they even and they even mention the Arkham family that was connected to the Waynes and Martha Wayne's mar- mental illness and how the Arkhams like so, helped her and like all of that stuff. Like that, like that's important. Like that shit's important. Is is Batman? Is Martha? Was Martha always in Arkham, or is that f- for the movie? I don't remember that. No, I think I think she she's related to the Arkham's, but her last name wasn't Arkham. She's not like okay, because I wasn't sure about that, but I know Arkham Wayne's. Uh, there's a couple others, obviously the ones that are in the Court of Owls, right? And there's like the Gates of Gotham, which is a cool book. I think Snyder wrote. But, but I like that. I like that the two founding families of Gotham are the Waynes and the Arkham's. I love it, and yeah. I think at this point it's Arkham State Hospital. It's not Arkham Asylum yet because you haven't had all these batman villains creep in yet right but there's already been one and so all right we'll hit on this part right now so one of the yeah there's two, two in there now yeah. <laughs> well yeah there, there was one as the movie began that we didn't know about mm-hmm. and so anyway you get the joker right you get the joker payoff there had been rumors of the joker being in there unfortunately because the actor who plays the joker in this the dude from eternals his fucking brother on facebook said that his brother was playing joker yeah, I didn't see that. I'm glad I didn't see that. But that's why all the all the hubbub started. Yeah, so I knew. I mean, what? So I guess Matt Reeves after so like a week after the movie came out, nine not the week. So that a couple of days after the movie came out, he said there was an actual scene, and he said with that Arkham inmate that we shot with Batman and that character, where like he was walking, th- like basically like walking through Arkham and, ta- and talked briefly. Yeah, it's Barry. Uh, it's pronounced like Cohen, but it's like Barry Cohen. And so he K-E-O-G-H-A-N, was E O G H A N, like Cohen. Yeah. Yeah. So he was in Dunkirk. He was in The Killing of a Sacred Deer. He was in uh, Eternals. He's Druig in The Eternals. Druig. Talking, yeah. And he was Scavenger in The Green Knight, which I haven't actually seen yet. But anyway, he's a good actor and his brother kind of spoiled it. But so a couple of things actually. So that, yeah, like you were saying, there, there was one whole scene earlier. Where they were going to kind of calendar man long Halloween this thing. Mm-hmm. He was going to go and Batman was going to ask about Riddler to the Joker. They filmed that and then they're like, nah. Which I think probably for the best. I think it would have been it a little distracting. For the best. It would have been a little distracting because people would have focused solely on that. But now you know that the Joker in this world exists. And not only that, but Batman knows who he is. And he knows who Bat- like, Batman. Batman put him there. And yeah. he's probably he's probably not even full Joker yet. No, he, he looked a little dinged up. He didn't yeah. look like he had fully healed yet. Uh-huh. And he was talking about how like everyone loves a comeback story. And like, you know, yeah, you're going to you're going to be better. We're going to get out of here, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there was also I guess they dressed him up as a police officer just to throw people off the scent because they were like, oh, that's a, kind of like a well-known actor. And like, why is he on set? So they put him in some scenes just as like a background cop just to throw people off the scent. Like he was never, they even gave him a name. I forget what the fuck it is now, but they gave him a name. And then like, they're like, no, he's actually the Joker. So he did this too. So the scene where they're going into the funeral, they're going into the funeral for the mayor. Um, Matt Reeves put 
um, Zoe Kravitz in the, the the girl who's walking with Falcone. Yeah, he put Zoe Kravitz in that outfit as well. Oh, so when people were there taking pictures, they leaked. Oh, here's a scene with her in it, and then she wasn't in that scene. Pretty good. So he he's well aware of like yes, people that- taking pictures. You know, so. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention before I forget, because we'll, we'll do a rip through on the characters too. But you remember the twin bouncers at the Iceberg Lounge? Yes. They went to our high school. Come on. They went to St. Paul's, those two guys. When they when they graduate? Uh, they're way younger than us. Oh, okay. They are 33. Huh, uh, graduated in 07. Oh, fuck. Actually, they just missed me. So I was, you were 01, I was 02. Mm-hmm. So they must have been like, oh, shit. There's like the next class after us. Yep. But it's funny because they were on that show Desperate Housewives with Terry Hatcher, which I watched. <laughs> and uh, so I somehow knew that from a long time ago. But anyway, that was kind of kind of a funny little thing. And then so anyway, you get the whole flood scene, that whole badass, you know, Batman saving people, Catwoman kicking some ass. Uh, ultimately, Catwoman leaves Gotham. I love how she drops. It. I don't know where I'm going to go. Maybe Bloodhaven. Maybe Bloodhaven. Love it. Love that. And then Batman's going to stay behind in the hopes of turning things around. Then you get an end credits where it's really just more kind of Riddler jargon. That leads to a website, which everybody can go to now. Because, oh, by the way, I love the El Rata, La Rata thing. Yeah. It's like it's La. It's not yet. I love how Penguin sniffs that out, too. It's great. Yeah. But but that's also so good about Batman is, like, he's really good, but he's not perfect. Like, he's... That you can still throw stuff by like a young Batman, which I Where like. Where he does the thing with the whole Cypher's drive, and then yeah. he cut off his thumbs. He's like, thumb drive. I'm looking for a thumb drive. Thumb drive. And it was weird when they were like, oh, it's like, what's a what's a rat with wings? I'm like, it's a bat. And it's like, like, is it a... It's a is pigeon. It a, it's a pigeon. A like a stool pigeon. It's a falcon. And you're like, no, goddamn. It's obviously yeah. a rat. <laughs> and the La Rata El Rata thing, and not that I'm a Spanish major, but I took a bunch of years of it. And like 99% of the time, if the word ends in an A, it's La, not L. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a few, obviously, versions where it is. It reminded me of I still know what you did last summer, where the Jennifer Love Hewitt and her friends win a trip to this island and they call into a radio station. And the trivia question is, what's the capital of Brazil? And they say Rio de Janeiro and they win the tickets. And I remember even being a kid being like, it's not Rio de Janeiro. But then that was like, at the end, that was like the whole deal. It's like, it's not, it's Brasilia or Brasilia. Yeah. And they were like, well, uh, it was a whole setup, obviously, to get them down there. Right. All right. Best character from the entire movie. Oh, you going to do this to me? Yeah. I, as much as I thought Robert Pattinson was, everybody was really, really good. The person who was like stuck in my mind was Paul Dano, the Riddler. I I would, if I was doing a podium, I would go Riddler. I agree with you. I would do Paul Dano, Riddler would be the gold medal. Silver, I think would be Batman. And then a close bronze would be Zoe Kravitz. Bat, uh, I, we, are, we are in 100% agreement. And okay. I, I think that like the fact that you know, Paul Dano is kind of a squishy, kind of nebbish kind of dude. Yeah. And mentions that at one point. He's like, I can't do what you do. This is how I do this. Like, you know, and I, the the scene with them, the in, in the jail in Arkham mm-hmm. was on par. I think that the scene, the first scene with Batman and Heath Ledger and Christian Bale was the best between the two. Yeah, this yeah. was up there. I agree. With him freaking out at him. He's like, no, you're not, you're not supposed to like, 
mm-hmm. we're supposed to be a team now like that whole scene he's like no 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 and he's like freaking out and like jumping up and down like that how, was awesome. how scary by the way is the the mask with the glasses over it not very but like <laughs> it's like that's <laughs> See, if, I think it kind of is because it's so different. Like, because like normally a villain or somebody would be like, "Ah, oh, that's obviously stupid. I'm not gonna do it." But the fact that they do it, it's almost like it's it's more off-putting. It is kind of it is odd. Yeah, and I think that that was the the whole. Pr- it, it's it's this like I still need my glasses thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to be like the scary, menacing, yeah. like bad guy, but I still need my glasses. I need my shoes and, and my, my glasses, glasses, so I'll have them. <laughs> I uh yeah those... rub sand all over my ass neck. <laughs> you know who I also loved, and so I don't know if he was the best uh of like Jim Gordon all time, just because I love Gary Oldman. He's one of my favorite actors. Actually, I think he's like the best actor of all time. But uh Jeffrey Wright Gordon was awesome. I I the only thing that I would say his vo- so you know they talk about Bale's voice was distracting. I thought Jeffrey Wright's voice was a little distracting. Where he would just like always talk like he talked in a whisper like this. Was it too smooth? He just always talked like this. Well, maybe because your pants fell off. You didn't like that. I didn't like that my pants. No, but they got tighter and then I had yeah. to take them off. <laughs> like, eh. He's like, what am I going to do? He's like, you're going to have to punch me in the face. Oh, he decked him. And oh, then, he- what a great line, too. And he's like, yeah, see, I laughed at that when he was like, you couldn't have pulled your punch. And he's like, I did. Yeah. That's a great line. I actually, <laughs> I like that one. Um, uh, who the- was. If oh, they're even the Batmobile too, the Batmobile oh. is deserves a place on the podium. The Batmobile reveal too was pretty badass because you didn't know what was going on. They were at the thing, and you're like, "All right, what's what's going on here?" And then all of a sudden, this music and this revving of the, you're like, "What the fuck?" And then you're like, "Oh shit!" But I also love that 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 doesn't look completely done yet. No, neither does the suit. Like it looked, it has like the hood was missing, and like there were some pieces of it that were yeah. They still I need to make. The inspiration was Christine, the Stephen Which King movie. Funny. Of course it was. Yeah. Scariest car in the world. But that chase scene was tits. Oh my God. Like out of nowhere, you get like a Ronin level car chase scene. That's mm-hmm. a Robert De Niro movie. That's a Robert De Niro movie. If you haven't seen Ronin and uh, David Mamet written and directed, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Good car chases in that. Mm-hmm. How about the fucking arm on the bat suit? Like, uh, what are those? Like little like darts? Like, like, like are are dart? they just maybe they're just like. I don't even think he knows yet. I think they're just like reinforced so he can like block the stuff. So it's just like more like iron or metal or something. I think it's something. And then so when when he took out that green sauce and shoved that in, somebody DM'd us and was like, is that- I said it at the theater. I'm like, that's Venom. Bane. That's that like Bane a prototype. Sauce. And we're like, that might be like a prototype mm-hmm. Venom serum. Because he went bananas. Like he put it in and he went. Oh. I love I love a Bruce Wayne just fucking punching the shit out of somebody. Oh, it just sounds like he's sitting like wet. Oh, he's like yeah, just like wet oh, mush. Yeah. Was there any character that you would say was the worst character? Uh, no, the one I no, I think the one that I cared kind of least about was Falcone. So I 100 percent agree with you, and it's not John Turturro's fault. No, not his fault. I, al- I also cared the least about Falcone. However, because I saw also some criticism about Falcone. I saw Alan Seppenwall, who writes for the Rolling Stone. He and somebody else were going back and forth on Twitter saying how, like, all of Batman comics, like, no matter who's writing it, like, I don't care about any of the mob bosses. I would say I get that. However, I think they're very important because it shows you a, a, a real 
passing of the torch or changing of the guard, if you will, of of yeah. villains in Gotham because Maroni stops on one thing. Yep. And then Batman shows up, and then it literally like the freaks come out after Batman. And I think that's what you just hit on was something that's incredibly important is that they are the last vestiges of like this old school crime where like it's straightforward. It's like, this is what we do. We murder people who disagree with us and we run drugs and guns and we do all this stuff. Then with the introduction of Batman, they go away. They become secondary to these oh, yeah. absolute, like you said, the, the absolute gong show that is the Batman's <laughs> rogues gallery, yeah. right? Because that in order to answer for him, they need to up the criminals need to up their game as well. Oh, and correct. it also allows petty criminals to be like, Oh shit, I don't, I don't have to, you know, and it allows them to operate in that. And oh my God, for the first, the, the boots, him coming out of the shadow in the subway. The first time oh. you see Batman. Awesome. That was fucking awesome. So awesome. There's and so I love that the guy who he saved was like, don't hurt me. Like he still thought that he was going to go at him. Oh yeah. 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 He was like, well, I don't know the fuck. I don't know about this guy. Yeah. I don't know about this. I was, I also love speaking of Falcone. Like, so he dies and you get a, this so the end of the movie, even though Riddler and Joker are locked up, Falcone's dead. That's just gonna leave to a massive like grab for power. And I think it's, they say that there's like a power, there's like a power struggle now. Oh, and it's coming. And so I know there's been rumors of Mr. Freeze, mm -hmm. like a more kind of serious again, Mr. Freeze, great character. It like again, Schwarzenegger played it very cartoonish because that's what that movie was. But if you've seen the, the animated series or read some of the comics, there's some great dark, dirty shit with Freeze that you can get into. And I love that he and Penguin work together frequently because mm -hmm. he needs him to get. Hey, Iceberg Lounge, baby. But no, but he needs him to get like weapon components yeah. and like stuff for him con as a illegal material for him. And so, so they have kind of like this tenuous relationship. Uh, so again, I'm hoping for Hush. I'm hoping for the the reveal that Tommy Elliott was working with Riddler. I'm good with Freeze. And if you want to start to introduce Court of Owls, because there's also a rumor out there now that in Matt Reeves, and Matt Reeves is smart. Again, he's not going to tell you exactly what's going on. But he was even suggesting, he's like, yeah, like Joker may not even be in the next couple of movies. Like he's no. in Arkham right now. But I, I, love I love the threat of him. More than I love seeing another Joker on. I like knowing that he could show up whenever. Oh yeah, you know Nobody I don't set an Arkham more than the Joker. And I yeah right. And I love that. In he's like Batman in a way where like Batman could show up and bring order at any time. Joker can show up and shit can hit the fan at any moment. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, and again, that's again going to the opposite of the two of them. But who else do you want to see Matt Reeves get his hands on? Hugo Strange. Yeah, I think and, and I think he is set up for. So what I would love my pitch for the next movie would be you bring in you do hush. Right. But the start of the I don't know. Wait, I'll back up. But you start with. Hugo Strange and the psychology of like what's going on right now, maybe like a younger Hugo Strange where what he's talking this? about like what about what about Hugo Strange interviewing or like talking with Paul Dano's Riddler? Right, and I think that would be yeah. real. But talking to, all, but eventually he talks to Batman. But oh, I would yeah, love, yeah. I would love, you know how the, I call it like a mini boss. Like when the very first villain you see is not like the real one, 
like I would love to see now that we've gone dark and gritty, give me Professor Pig to start. Oof. And then that's fucked. And then you and that. then it's Batman bringing him into Arkham and yeah. then he meets Hugo Strange and that's where the yeah. movie kind of kicks off. How about uh, uh, Job in the chat saying the kid with the half painted face, the one that was like not really into the whole yeah, thing yeah. and then ran away, which he was played... on the nose, like he's half in, half out, like he's yeah. not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays uh, Tim Drake in the Titan show. Nice. Now, yeah. is that is that Joker's gang? Has to be right. Now that we know what we know, they were yeah. like cast out, like got, maybe stuff. yeah, maybe some leftover guys that aren't really sure mm -hmm. what the hell they're doing, but they used to work for Joker. But yeah. I also like to look at it as a very early stages Joker, and it was also Halloween, so like that's kind of like yeah, true. Because think about this: if Batman is only in year two and Joker is already in Arkham. He's got to be brand new at it, too. He's not great. He's not no. that tough. He's probably only got a few kills under his belt, would be my guess. Right. Uh, so that, that's pretty good. So, yeah, they could go in a number of directions, and I would trust Matt Reeves to figure it out. I'm also pretty fascinated about the uh, Arkham TV show that they might do. There was another rumor about a Penguin series. I'm like, so I'm Colin Farrell of... wants Carol, Colin yeah. Farrell, and I want it. He, yeah. Like, don't sleep on him either. He was, was fucking awesome. Unrecognizable. I, I didn't know it was him. So bizarre, isn't it? Super strange. They're like, oh, let's get this guy to do it. And, like, I couldn't even, like, watching it. I was like, that's him for sure? Right. And only a couple of times on, like, certain words that he said. Where and it was, like, like oh. from here up. So, yeah. like, for his eyes. It was basically his eyes. I could tell it was him, but that's it. Yeah, that's bananas. Uh, do you think Catwoman... Well, like maybe take a whole movie off and then maybe come back for the third one or what do you think with Catwoman? Uh yeah, I would that I would like her to take the next one off. I think we've set up that relationship as best we can. Um I would like to see, you know, something, you know, in the background on the news talking about yeah. some jewel heist or something, you know. And then so here's the other weird kind of dynamic and because it's an early Batman, how much of a time jump do you think we get to the second movie? And the reason I ask that is if they eventually work in a Robin, it's kind of it's tricky because it is such a dark universe. And like how young of a Dick Grayson are you going to go with? You know? I think I think I would love the next the Batman movie to start the next day. Like, ideally, I would like it to start the next day. That's actually a good point because I think we want to be around for that villain grab of power. We yes. we don't want we don't want to skip that. I think that would be nope. kind of if all of a sudden like penguins really really good and like like court of owls are like known and like you don't want that. No, nope. actually, by the way, court of owls probably shouldn't be known. Court of owls should still be sort of in the background and then like, right. Batman discovers them. And I think that should be that yeah. should be the last of the three. If this is going to be a trilogy, like they said, that should be the last of it. Um. But like you need it. that kind of like how do you get there i like it. you know how do you see and it has to go through like arkham asylum it has to go through the arkhams and the waynes and all like the the family so history good. and all that stuff so god damn it this was good so good fuck awesome let's say uh i had like best parts we kind of already went through it as we as we went anything else we we missed on that um i'm trying to think i mean there was so many so many good aspects of it i how love about, um we talked about how good the nirvana song was it was so good they used it twice just like uh thor ragnarok using that led zeppelin song twice mm -hmm. <laughs> uh they did uh, but i sorry 
Jeez, uh, I'm getting bored. No, I this again. The, the nitpicking, the, the the biggest nitpick I had was like there was no real Bruce Wayne, and I think that was intentional because this character hasn't figured that out yet. Right. Because and I, you know, he's been living yeah. in a tower, you know, it's alone. Balancing act for him. Yeah. There is no balancing. He's just Batman right now. There is so no we, Bruce Wayne. We didn't get a Barbara Gordon in this. But they could easily introduce her in the second one if she doesn't pop up in the GCPD show. Because uh, Jim Gordon, even though it's a young Batman, Jim Gordon's obviously old, like plenty old enough to have a 20, 25 year old daughter. You yes. know. Um, again, nitpicks. I didn't have many. Uh, maybe some of the some of the dialogue, but that's going to happen in every single goddamn movie. I I liked it very much. I I and again, I cannot understate like how good paul dano was as a villain um and it was funny they the whole thing the murder weapon like he brought it up like he was going to hit the guy with that thing and i'm like what the fuck is that thing you know what i mean and like oh, I, yeah 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 and like and i love how they kind of answered that at the end like oh, what the that little, was. yeah and then you could like yeah the, the what was that even called but you like you like peel up the carpet or whatever yeah it's like a, i forget spanner I forget, I forget what it's called but um just the fact I loved watching Batman look at crime scenes. I, I, I they could do that for hours. Oh my gosh! The best part of the video game is when you're like going to figure out like solving where, crimes, where the bullet came from, and yes. what the fuck this is, and that, and the other thing. But watching and, him walk around the room as like everyone's talking about the crime, talking about him, and he's like laser focused on. He's seeing stuff that no one else sees. Kind of playing up that like world's greatest detective angle. Love it. And how he knew that like. Since his dad was a doctor, he has all this, you know, medical knowledge that, like, he knew that his thumb was cut off when he was alive, just based on the, the yeah. decay around the thumb, you know. So, like, shit like that. I love that shit. We barely talked about Alfred, but I thought Andy Circus was great too. He's fine, and, and not too much of him. They didn't lay oh. it on too thick. Oh. Um, I know Mac was like, we didn't get any, we didn't get any Alfred. Like, you didn't need Alfred this time around. Not no, yet. I didn't need it. I'm saying what what we got was good. He was there, opening letters, getting blown up. Going to going to the hospital, but Fine. the subtle lines like he taught him how to fight. Yeah, it wasn't. Is, yeah, some some of the Alfreds in comics are like trained. They're like mm -hmm. special ops. Like he's like special SAS or something. English, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. SAS, ass, yeah. ass kickers out there. Anything else Batman related? It's fucking awesome, man. Please see uh, this movie. We might do it again next week. I I look. We should do a part two. I I'm not kidding. We could. We could. <laughs> We do all Batman theories or what we want for Batman yeah. 2. We've done, we're almost hour and 20 into this, and I can't, I'm not, I feel like we haven't even really touched anything yet. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. So let yeah. us know what you guys thought of the Batman and uh, on Twitter, Instagram at Dork Podcast. You can email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, obviously, we enjoyed it quite a bit. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the all right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose at this time to defend a goal. I will defer to you this week because I don't know what I'm going to go with yet. I have three possible choices. All right, so I mentioned before on the on the or earlier in the show that I've now seen, I've been more selective so far this year, but I've still seen nine 2022 movie releases. The Batman's the best. There's a movie called The Fallout, which is pretty intense. Yeah, that's the second best. I have Scream as the third best. I have Jackass Forever as the fourth best. I still haven't I mean, seen that. Jackass? Oh, yeah, I haven't seen Jackass. Uh, a Zoe Kravitz film that's on HBO 
called Kimmy. Talk to me. It's a Steven Soderbergh movie. Talk to me about this movie. I was going to watch it last night and I didn't. It's a nice 89 minutes and it's, uh, I think, pretty excellent. So, Kimmy is the name of the movie. It's also basically like a Surrey type of name. And yeah. so, Zoe Kravitz works for this company and she has to go through different like recordings of people's houses and she hears what she thinks is like a crime happening. And then, like, that's kind of the movie. But it's, oh. it's a Soderbergh shot film. She's excellent, and she's probably in like every scene of the movie. I really, really like the movie. So this reminds me the reason it caught my eye is because remember the movie Soderbergh did with Gina Carano, Haywire. Like I really like that movie. It's just mm-hmm. like a, it's like again, I feel like Soderbergh does like every once in a while he's like, hey, I kind of have this. Like I just want to do it just for fun. Yeah, movies and Haywire is one of those, and I feel like this is one going to be one of those too. And I was oh. actually going to watch it last night, and I didn't. I liked it. So yeah. I would recommend Kimmy to everybody. I also on Hulu watched the Sebastian Stan movie Fresh. My wife watched that today. What'd she think? She said she liked it. I think horror movie fans will like it. Mm-hmm. If you don't like horror, you're not going to like it. There's one aspect of it, which is very gross. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's it's gro- no go in knowing that it's gross. A lot that's, of butthole stuff. That's my cutoff. No, <laughs> not enough butthole stuff. <laughs> that's my cutoff. Those six movies are all like good to great. I also have seen the uh, I Want You Back with Charlie yes. Day and Jenny Slate. Fine. Rom-com. Fine. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which we mentioned. And then I also watched No Exit, which is currently on Hulu right now. It's also like a horror-type thriller. Is that the one that it's... No. What's the one that the girl gets frozen in something? She's not frozen, but she's stranded at an isolated highway rest stop in the mountains during a blizzard. Yeah, okay. uh, a college student discovers there's a kidnapped child hidden in a car in the parking lot that they're at good cool premise and again not the worst movie in the world it just shows you that the movies that i've seen so far are all pretty good i have that one dead last but anyway um so that's like what one two three trips to the theater the rest of them are all streamable at home right now so those are all of your picks of the pods well no specifically kimmy and okay Okay. (laughs) i was like all right, your pick of the pod is eight, nine movies. What the fuck? I also have several uh, TV shows. I've well, let me let me handle TV shows because I I finished. I I'm up to I'm current on two shows and I finished one short series on Netflix. So, worst roommate ever on Netflix is awesome. Is it? It is. So I right, there's it, there's four there's four episodes. One's two parts. Um, I think, and there's it's amazing that these people exist and some of them are free just walking around. All right. I'll watch that. And there's one that the guy just like, like squatters rights. Like I remember reading a story. Remember there was like a, the housing crash and like this woman inherited this house in Michigan, like outside of Detroit, like her mom was there. Her mom died, left her and her daughter, the house. And they go there and there's a woman living there. And basically it was like the woman's like well this is my house like i'm the owner of the house and the woman's like well i live here and she's like but so there's this whole thing with like squatters rights in this country that is like mind-blowing no there is because we we and that's not, one of the stories like it's all about like this guy's a serial squatter not because of anything we did but we got kicked out of our last apartment yeah long story short i think that we were there we got a new landlord and i think he can only jack the price so much with the current right tenants so he wants to get new tenants but anyway when we were like looking for houses and everything but people were telling us they're like actually you've been there for so long yeah. that you could just stay you could just stay and, and it takes years it takes years to get those people out and not only that like you didn't have to pay 
Like, I kind of just stayed there for free. In order for him to evict you, yeah, it would have taken him years and tons of money in court. <laughs> it's crazy. And so I'm learning. So you learn about all this stuff and like how people right. do this shit. It's, all right, it's I'll watch crazy. that. And then um, I watched the first three episodes of Our Flag Means Death on HBO. It's the Reese Darby, Taika Waititi pirate show. Oh, so I thought this looked really silly. And I was like, kind of like, I don't know. Is like, it not? Gonna... So the guy that Reese Darby plays is a real guy. Like okay. that, he's like this, it was like this British nobleman who just decided one day to leave his wife and kids and decide to be a pirate. Wow. I mean, and like, he, he's a real guy. That's what blew me away. It's like, this is a real guy. A guy actually did this and wow. he actually wound up being on, he wound up sailing with Blackbeard. Really? Yeah. Like he actually, like he was a shitty pirate and then wound up on Blackbeard's boat. And then he got pardoned by like the governor of North Carolina and like lived the rest of his life in America. The real dude. Bizarre. Super bizarre. So that, right, that, so it's it's goofy. It's very like whimsical and like the Taika Waititi, Reese Darby kind of humor. If you like Flight of the Concords, you'll love this. Yeah, yeah. But I sure. actually, I don't know if you watched it last night. I watched Winning Time last night. No, is that good? It's good. All right, I'll check it out. It's good. Watch it tonight. It's Adam McKay. John That's C. Riley's awesome. It's about the, yeah, the Lakers. Yeah. All of a sudden, I have like a lot of shows because I'm watching The Walking Dead. I'm watching. Uh, I still haven't watched it, but I have it on my DVR. I have Killing Eve. Um, Pam and Tommy is wrapping up. Oh, what the fuck else am I watching? Well, now I got to watch this. Uh, watch Rupert. Winning Time. It's it's really really good. Right. And I didn't know like in 1980, like the NBA was like almost bankrupt. Dude, the NBA was a mess. Honestly, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird saved the NBA, and that's what they're kind of yeah. leaning into. That 100. percent and it was very much like the Celtics winning was good for the NBA, but also to have like this, who were the anti-Celtics is what basically the, how they're shaping it up is like Larry Bird was, you know, Jerry West. He was Bob Cousy. He was that. And then Showtime Johnson was the, fucking awesome. the exact yeah. opposite. Yeah. 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 Very, very cool. All right. So next week, I really don't know what we're going to do. It might be more Batman topics. It could be. I don't know. I was I was looking ahead. I, I was like penciling it away. What do I have here for stuff? Uh yeah, we don't have anything planned until Morbius. So it could be more Batman. So stuff. we have like less BS, not Morbius. Nah, that, I'll cut that out. Don't worry. Okay, please. That, that was my first run at that one. Please, you know. You can uh, rate and review the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts. We would appreciate that. Five-star review there. They don't allow you to do six, so we'll we'll take five in that case. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Dork Podcast. We stream these episodes live every Monday night. You can always go back and watch the video if you'd like. I don't know why you wouldn't. A couple of, a couple of handsome devils here talking about the Batman. We want to watch it again. Watch it again. Watch the movie. Go go see the movie. Go watch us. Nice right. way to kill an hour and a half. I don't see why not. Uh, let's see. Arvon D for for Davy on the Twitter. What else? Anything else? That's that's probably about it. You got anything else? Um, prayers, teas and peas to Becky Lynch. I just saw I was in the hospital. What happened Canada, to her? But, I don't know she's in the hospital doing something. She's in our bracket. Up. Is she in the bracket? Oh goddamn right, Becky Lynch is in there. Good. She's on, the man's uh, in the hospital right now. Let's see. Sad, sad way to end it. Uh, let's see. Mercy with the legal. I'm going on last night. This is fractured her voice box. Yes. How about well, that? At least it wasn't her fart box. 
can't break that bank. It's unbreakable. <laughs> Speaking of money in the bank. <laughs> Come on. That's not not on tonight of all nights. Okay, sorry. She broke her voice box. <laughs> You're talking about the fart box. <laughs> so what's the... <laughs> I forget what there's someone referred to. What was the, the phrase that, yeah. <laughs> wanna, no, I'm not going to say it on the, the I'll, I'll tell you after. I'll tell you after. I'm, I'm losing my mind. Um, do, do you have any recommendations for anybody? Should we? <laughs> we, we did that. We just did pick of the pod. We just end this fucking thing for Christ's sake. I thought you were going to say, let's get this bread. I thought that was our new. Oh, let's, no, I thought we were going to do. I was waiting for you to ask me if I gave a shit. You don't give a shit about anything, do you? What'd you say? Did I hurt my fart box? <laughs> Tongue punch the old fart box, huh? I like to take old biddies and punch and mocks.